Oh, hi. Hello and welcome to the My Favourite Musical Mixtape. It's a mixtape. Yes. Hello, everyone. My name's Josephine. That's Ruth. I'm not going to let her speak. This is the My Favourite Musical Mixtape. Uh, 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 nope. Uh, 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 this is where we tell you our top five songs under a theme. Ruth, what do you want to say? Can I speak? Sure. Excellent. Shall I tell everyone So you don't even topic? have anything to say. Of course I do. You're stuttering all over the place. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm not sorry. Uh, this <laughs> week's theme is musical theatre songs that don't sound like musical theatre. Yeah. I think we had created this theme a long time ago. A long time ago. And then both of us were like, what does this mean? Yeah. What is this? So tell me how you sort of ended up defining it for yourself. I defined it as songs that come from a musical that if you listen to them on their own, don't sound traditional Broadway musical. Yeah, yeah. And I can't quantify exactly what that is. You know, the thing that I ran into a few hurdles with, though, was that... The storytelling element? Oh, no. Because oh. I think that... Lots of songs tell stories. Yes. it's It was more about... So I wasn't so much concerned with, like, it having to sound like it could be on the radio, for example. Yes. For me, it was more like... I didn't, yeah, for it not to sound like a classic Broadway song. Did you just turn the air conditioner on? I turned it on a while ago. Oh, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's blowing air at us. That's, I suppose, it's function. I, it is its purpose. Um, but also that, uh, so there's kind of this new modern musical theatre sound, right? Mm, mm. And I kind of wanted to avoid that as well. Well, yeah, that's like an easy out. Like. Like anything from Dear Evan Hansen, for example. Yeah. I'm kind of like, to me, that does still sound like musical theatre. Oh, yeah. In my head, that's very musical theatre. It doesn't sound like golden age musical theatre. No. But. I went more for like, could I hear this on a playlist of non-musical songs and be like, oh, yeah, this fits. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Or could I hear it on a radio station that isn't like top 40? So mine were more either things that don't fit into like con- musical theatre conventions. Yes. Or very much fit, fit into other conven- musical conventions that oh, aren't yeah. musical theatre. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, clever. that's sort of how I've gone with it. Well, do you want to tell me us? To start? Yes, please. My number five is Telephone Wire from Fun Home. Nice. So, again, like this is quite a musical theatre song. So and it, you're a fraud. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's quite dissonant. Yeah. There's lots of like dialogue breaking into other, like to music. It's, it's very much not in a way like pleasant to the ear, if you will. And I have a couple of these. It's an interesting interpretation of the topic. Yeah. I think we've both gone a little different. I think mine is the correct way to interpret. Interesting. Because <laughs> the funny thing is I saw one of the ones on your list and I was like, no way. Oh, yeah. I think I know which one you're going to say. Um, but, yeah, so to me this is just like very like not traditional musical theatre. Yeah. And that's yeah. sort of how I've taken it. So this is an awesome, this is like towards the crux of the storyline yeah. in, in um, Fun Home. And it's basically the, the first conversation that uh, out, medium Alison has had with her dad, Bruce, after, after, she's, after she's come, come out. out. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of their last time they see each other before he, he commits dies. suicide. Yeah. And it's just her, like elder Alison, 43-year-old Alison is thinking back in her head like, could I have done something different in this conversation? Yeah. What should I have said? Yeah. And she's there in a car together and she's just sort of seeing things go by. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful song. It is beautiful. It's just like it's not very like easy to listen to. No, it's not pretty. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. My number five yeah. is Our Lady of the Underground from Hadestown. Fuck yeah. 
reasons being, it's definitely like a verse chorus. Yeah. Verse chorus. So like it's not, it doesn't, it's not, um, what am I trying to say? It's not linear. When it, when, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Right. It's verse chorus is what yeah. I'm trying to say. She also introduces the band like in the instrumental section in the middle, which is yeah. very much like breaking the fourth wall. So I love that about this song. Um, and it just, most of Town doesn't feel like a musical except that there's a lot of very specific yeah. um, like story, but this is just not really about anything. You could have put it. You could have put a lot of Hades Town in, right? Yeah, but this one felt like it, there wasn't it wasn't advancing the story. Yeah. So, and that I think is an important element of it. Like, yeah. it's not really integral to the story, and isn't like you don't have to have a bunch of context for it, yeah. and you don't need any context for this song. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What's your number four? My number four, sort of similar to my number five, oh, here but we not go. all like this. Yeah. Is Letters from Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of eighteen twelve? Oh, yeah. I could see that. So again, like. Very dissonant, dissonant, very kind of... Hard to listen to. Yeah, like the rhythms are really interesting. Yeah. Um, and like... It's just not what you would expect like from a musical. Not perfect rhymes, yeah. not... So, yeah, it's, to me it's just like not conventional musical theatre. Side note, I think perfect rhymes is going to be like my rapper name. Love it. Thank you. Carry on. Uh, yeah, and um, I really like this song. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't talked much about Natasha. No, Natasha I'm sure we'll cover it on the show at some stage. I'm sure we will. Yeah. Okay, number four for me is Willow from the musical Venice. Yes, so I still haven't listened to this. You've told me about it. I have. So I'm actually going to talk about Venice very soon. Okay. So stay tuned for more info. But this is just a beautiful song. Okay. It's so beautiful. It actually showed up. The only reason I found this whole musical is because it showed up on a random playlist on Spotify that wasn't a musical theatre playlist. Oh. You know when you make a playlist and then Spotify's like, here are more songs How like it. How about this? Yeah. And I was like, this is definitely my jam and then found out it was from a musical. Wow. So this is beautiful, doesn't sound like music theatre. And it's Jennifer Damiano, is that correct? Correct. She's got such a beautiful voice. Uh, the voices in this song. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah, Amazing. Willow. I can't wait to hear about that show. I know nothing about it. You will find out something from yeah. me. Yeah. What's your number three? My number three, I'm throwing it back. Ready. Is Fascinating Rhythm. Fascinating Rhythm. The Gershwins. Yeah. Um, so this was in a musical in the 20s called Lady Be Good. But the reason I mention this is like obviously a lot of Gershwin music similarly is like like proper jazz. Yeah. And not, obviously musicals back then didn't have stories like they do yeah. now. They weren't story songs. But to me this is like like this is a, a legit jazz song. It was it has been done many yeah. times. It is a jazz standard. In, obviously oh. like the Ella Fitzgerald version is amazing. I think it was in one of the Fred Astaire Ginger Rogers films it, as well. Fred Astaire originally, it was, he was in the original Broadway yeah. performance of it as yeah. well he was in that lady be good yeah um and uh it the version i've put on is actually the jamie cullum version oh yeah nice i quite like jamie cullum me too i look jacob collier has done it recently oh, yeah, as well makes sense. um but it's, it's in that very like you know where he puts like a thousand vocal yes. parts Players, and everything yeah. the the jamie cullum's just a, like a little bit more accessible this is a bit of a cool jazz standard because it has some cool rhythms yes, like and exactly. it changes time signature a bit which is interesting yeah but just interesting that it is actually original from a music originally yes. from a musical but you wouldn't have necessarily no. thought that about i was going to go that direction with my list yes but then i got distracted by so yeah things. so that was the other thing i thought about was i wanted to do a bit of everything yeah that not just musical modern theater. yeah yeah like well yeah not just modern but mm. also like what else is considered not musical theater that is in a musical yeah You're so smart <laughs> Number three. She's saying that cut sarcastically. <laughs> I, 
Never. <laughs> Never. You are very smart. Thank Number you, three darling. for me is my junk from Spring Awakening. Nice, yeah. Yeah, I think I could have really chosen a lot of stuff from yeah, Spring like Awakening. Yeah, like totally fucked would have fit. Yeah. Like I, one, I thought about it as well. Yeah, this one in a way that the others don't just feels like a pop song. Yes. Like and you don't, you don't really need any story because there's no story in it. Yes, exactly. Like, so, And I thought a bit about because, for example, you know, like a, it's a bit of a cop-out, say, to do something from a jukebox, yeah. for example. Oh, yeah, I so didn't like, want to do that. American Idiot, of course, doesn't sound like a musical because it's all Green Day yeah. songs, but that's they are literally Green Day songs. I wanted the songs to have been written for the musical. Exactly. I yeah, did the same thing. Yeah, that was important. Yeah. So, yeah, my yeah. junk, Spring Awakening. Great song. What's your number two? My number two is... The Goodbye Song, which I believe – oh, it might have been written for one of Joe Iconis's like, uh, shows that, oh, that I'm not sure of the name of, but it's by yes. him. Yeah. It was also in Smash. Oh, um, yeah. They did it in Smash. And I remember – because you remember how Smash was like a mixture of musical theatre songs and like, and, like pop songs, poppy, covers yeah. of pop songs? Yeah. Um, and I remember like not really knowing if what this was. This musical was. Or, yeah. It sort of feels like it could just be a pop song. Hmm. Um. On, I've put on the version that is like George Salazar and Joe O'Connor did that, that sh- show together yeah, called yeah. Two Play a Game. Yeah. And, th- and so it's that version of it. But he often closes. So I've seen him in concert a few times and he often closes his shows with this. Like mm. everyone sings it together. It's a great song. It's a great song. Yeah. And it does. It just sounds like it could be like a big kind of almost like a drinking song yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's Quite great. rousing. Yeah, yeah. But like almost like an indie one. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. But it's great. Yeah, it's a great I like song. That. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Uh, okay, number two. I assume this is the one that you disagree with. Correct. It's a New Life from Jekyll and Hyde. To me, this is like so musical theatre. Have you listened to it lately? Yes. I okay. love this song. It's just about nothing. That is true. It's not about the character. <laughs> Isn't it that could um, have been Frank on... Wildhorn for you? <laughs> yeah. It could have been on the radio sung by like Barbara Streisand. Yes, it's kind of like a torch song and in that not... way. I don't think there's anything about... The because it's quite repetitive in terms of verse chorus. There's nothing about the structure of it, this, this musical theatre, and there's nothing about the orchestrations either. Like it sounds like it's a standard from the eighties or nineties. Yeah, right. That's what it sounds like to me. It feels. I think the only thing that makes it, I think, feel somewhat musical theatre to me is partly Linda Eder's voice. See, I disagree with that. Oh, really? I think her voice is not traditional music theatre at all. It's just so big. But it's so. She's got such a strange tone. It is a strange tone. I'll yeah. give you that. Like she sounds niche enough to be like, oh yeah, I like Linda Eder. I'll buy her album. Yeah, and she, you know, she's a big cabaret performer yeah. as well, obviously. But to me, I think the reason this sounds musical theatre to me is the way that it builds, for example, and mm. like. The way that it is so belty, it I just, guess. For me, it's just a power ballad. Yes. Like any other yes, power ballad I know what from you mean. the 80s and 90s. I know what you mean. I almost put this as my number one because of how passionately I feel that this doesn't sound like music theatre. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, I love this song. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's a ripper. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> my number one, Ready? and I don't know if you know this show at all, but is um, Sun Is Gonna Shine from Bright Star. I do not. Yeah. yeah. So Bright Star is the Steve Martin, Edie Brickell, yeah. like bluegrass musical. Yeah. And it was on Broadway a few years ago and I actually, I saw it twice. Um, I kind of loved this show. It's not good. Like I'll put it out there that this show has a lot of issues, but I love the so music. So do I and I'm still lovable. <laughs> That's right. Aww. But it's all bluegrass kind of music. Yeah. He's and very 
very clever. Yeah, and um, Carmen Cusack, who plays the lead character, has a fantastic voice and it's perfect for that sort of music. Nice. And, yeah, anyway, this is just like it's got that real like, yeah, country twang, cool. bluegrassy twang. And, yeah, like like I said, the show has a lot of issues, but I really loved the score in a <laughs> lot of ways. Is there a lot and, of banjo in it? Yeah, like it's a lot of that sort of thing. Yeah, cool. And there's a lot of, yeah, those kind of like, um, melodies that really get in your head yeah. And, yeah. and that sort of thing. I still listen to it. That's so awesome. To me, that, to me, it's number one because it is so bluegrassy. I think I'm going to try that because I like bluegrass. Yeah. I'm a bit of a bogey Definitely listen to it. I mean, okay. in fact, the score is the strongest part of the show. So perfect. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Do you want to hear my number one? I do. I think this is the winner of okay. all the non-musical theatre sounding songs. It's One Night in Bangkok from Chess. I mean, this, I mean, it was a legit pop song, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. it was on the charts for so long. Exactly. But, like, what is this song? It is a strange song. It's so strange. I mean, I love it because yeah. I love chess, but it is not – it does not sound musical theatre no. at all. Yeah. Yeah. It is funny, you know, like thinking about – because also, I mean, this is also a song that it's not like you can just – do this in a concert, right? Whereas I guess some of these, like A New Life or if you think about some of these musical theatre big torch songs that were also released as singles, like, you know, like I Don't Know How to Love Him or like something like that, yeah, they're just kind of pop songs. But to me I think because – they're, they're so entwined in the musical, musical theatre world. Maybe you can't that's more. Separate them. Yeah, whereas yeah. I feel like this song, it is kind of strange. It's even strange in the musical. You're yeah. watching the musical and you're like, what? Why? What's happening? Yeah, exactly. Benka. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I do that's love fair. it though. This so, was yeah. a funny topic anyway. It was fun. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, I, I like that we're like, what a weird topic. It's like we gave them to ourselves. We made anyway. this topic and here we are. We could have changed it. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, thank you for listening to my favourite musical, The Mixtape. And uh, we'll, we'll see you, see next, you next Monday. Week. Yeah. Yeah. For our for the new regime. <laughs> That's what it is. Fascism. Uh, well, cool. I hope not. I hope not. Thanks, Ruth. Thanks, Josephine. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.